Today on Gamerhead Radio, we're canceling Gamerhead Radio after two long years of development. Wait, what? Just kidding! <laughs> Gamerhead Radio starts now. You can't, you can't do that. You, I almost had a heart attack. You did. You, oh, oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, are you okay? I'm, I'm fine now. Okay. I'm calm and. Do, 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 do you need was, me to? Do you need me to pat your head? I, no, uh, wait, whoa, no, wait. I'm just gonna drink my beer. I'm Hold on. So I don't have to fill out this unemployment form? No. You. you, you I, I mean, you could, but I mean, I. I you I'd wouldn't like have you. to because we're not paying you. First of all, I mean, none of us are getting paid. Just to be very clear. Oh, I've been putting my gas on a 10.99. Let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> I'm going to expense all my travel for a podcast that doesn't make it. Anyway, <laughs> welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Gamerhead Radio. I am, of course, Viking Jesus, Mike Nemitz, the man that um, doesn't have a clever segue that, or clever anything this week, apparently. Has no good speaking. Yes! Speak English goodly. <laughs> so this is going to be a hell of an episode, folks. And, of course, over here... Sitting next to the snack cart that I'm really jealous about is Goat. In prime seating. <laughs> and of course over here, of course he's wearing a brony shirt. Well, it was an important day in the brony community. <laughs> it's the Technotronic Corn himself, Mr. Charlie Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. That's right. I got up at 8 a.m. to go to IHOP to have breakfast with other parents and their little kids. Um, and then we went to the theater to see the premiere of the new My Little Pony Equestria Girls movie. Just to be very, yeah, this is surprising. <laughs> uh, and um, it was it was very interesting because you know, the people who I were with, you know, are not super familiar with bronies and how they are. Mm-hmm. Um, they got so when you showed up dressed up as Rainbow Dash, they were just like, Charlie, what? It's not Halloween yet. <laughs> um, no, I wore exactly what I'm wearing right now: jeans and a t-shirt that has Rainbow Dash on it. But that's beside the point. <laughs> um, no, but uh, you know. One of the things that I like so much about My Little Pony and community is that it, it attracts the socially awkward just because, like, the whole theme of the show is, like, just unconditional, like, friendship and just acceptance and everything. And so people who are more socially awkward and, you know, don't quite fit in as well, it, it like, it, it, it's kind of like a bonding thing. But you know, as such, you know, when you get a bunch of socially awkward people together in a room, for people who don't deal with socially awkward people well, it can be eh, interesting. But, uh, but, yeah, it was good. Well, at least it worked out for you. Goat looks confused as hell. I, I, yes. I, 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 all I'm saying is that people can feel better about themselves at the Bears loss because they didn't do what you did this morning. Because that just seems weird on seven levels. It does not surprise me that you think that. But I'm socially awkward, so I should probably buy a pony costume. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of which, Charlie, did you know that the national animal of Scotland is the unicorn? I did not know that. If you Google it, which I imagine you'll be doing shortly as I mention this, <laughs> um, if you Google what's the national animal of Scotland, it'll say unicorn. And is that an accurate answer? I, I get <laughs> I, I don't know. You're the secret CEO of Google. Wouldn't you know? <laughs> well, we do have our inside. They do have their inside jokes. <laughs> of course they do. Of course they do. Anyway, before we get even more off topic with ponies... Um, so apparently something called GigaCon is happening right now or will be happening later this week in 
Oslo, Norway. What is not, the focus of GigaCon? I'm not sure, and I can't find much information about it other than that it's a gaming convention in Norway. So, I, one, I'm shocked that VJ's not there right now as like mandated Vikingness. <laughs> Two, it's obviously a con where Vikings go and swap gigabyte thumb drives back and forth. I don't see any reason to disbelieve him. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. <laughs> Um, notable releases. We're starting to go full steam ahead with video game releases. Uh, Massive Chalice, the uh, the second Kickstarter game from Double Fine, is coming out this week. Um, so is Forza Horizon 2, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, uh, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, and get, get ready. I know this is everyone's most anticipated game. Wait, wait, wait. I think you have someone at the door, Charlie. No, that was a drum roll. Oh, oh, okay. Um, Sherlock Holmes, Crimes and Punishments on literally everything that isn't a Nintendo platform. Oh. Infinite technology. No, that, see, see, that's the joke. It's not very... It, it's We literally have two of them at work. Huh. I, that doesn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> I will say, um, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I enjoy Lord of the Rings. I'm not, like, a Lord of the Rings, like fanboy by any means like, yeah. I don't I like any merch or anything like that I've just I've seen the movies and I like them that's about it so I wasn't particularly interested in uh, Shadows of Mortal is that Sh- uh, Shadow whatever. singular or plural I, 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 I close the thing already fair enough that game um, I wasn't interested in until the reviews have started to come and out all and all of them were like 9.5 out of yeah. 10 and 5 out of 5 yeah no kidding I'm gonna have to look into this one I think I'm going to red box it fair <laughs> I'm so. gonna google who Mordor is it's a place... You haven't seen Lord of the Rings? I've watched the first one for 20 minutes. Too much walking? Uh, <laughs> uh, Randall from Clerks 2 sums the whole trilogy up perfectly, I think. Uh-huh. So, I read the books back in the day, but... I, what, what does he say? I don't remember. Uh, basically, a lot of walking, throw a ring, more walking, the trees are walking, walking, <laughs> walking. Yeah. Walk, <laughs> walking trilogy 2014. Yeah. Um, but yeah, game looks good. Yeah, it, 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 everyone's comparing it to Arkham, the Arkham games yeah. as far as like combat and like t- being able to take a licensed property and make a really fucking good game out of it. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to look into it, even though I'm by no means a Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah, but hey, yeah. have you seen the movies at least? Kind of. I've seen more than Goat. They've but... been on in Best Buy, and you've caught pieces. No, <laughs> I've, I've had maybe like half a dozen people try to get me to watch them over the years. Mm. And I always just get so bored. Like, I, I just end up falling asleep. And, I, and I'm going to have literally thousands of Tolkien fans just, like, coming after me for that. I just, I just couldn't do it. The books are better. It's, it's too high fantasy for me. I wonder if somebody out there has, has make it, made, like a, like, a short edit. Like, condensed, like, all, like the movies down into, like, like a, a total, like, two or three hours or something like that. Yeah. Oh. I talk with my hands. Leave me alone. No, 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 no. Oh. It's a great idea. I'd probably watch them if they did all the walking scenes like Benny Hill. In They run around, there's half naked chicks. It would just bring me right in. Um, Reddit, you've got the Gamerhead green light. <laughs> that seems like the kind of place where that would happen. <laughs> it will now. Yeah. Um, anyway, Goat, what'd you play this week? Uh, a wide variety. Wide, yeah, no kidding. Wide variety. So, I got Goat Simulator uh, a little bit out of the way. About time. Yeah, ran into an Xbox One, picked it back up, put it on. Um, <laughs> played Goat Simulator for a ah, good half hour. Um, 
So I'm, I'm sorry, is, did you get an Xbox One? No. Oh, okay, all right, just checking. No, my neighbor did, and they wanted it back. That's why they only got a half hour in. Oh, okay, fair enough. But uh, apparently you're supposed to ask. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's a blast. Um, that actually is one of my sell points to get an Xbox One now is really? that game. Because it's just, uh, it can be days. Of, it's it's dumb. Like, it, it's, it's dumb fun. But yeah, it's, it's like just days of choose your own adventure and see how much mayhem you can create. <laughs> and get your tongue stuck to cars and that goes horrible. <laughs> you can't I get, I, oh God. Hey, ooh, there I, was wonder, I wonder how our listeners are going to react when they find out that one of your selling points for the Xbox One is a $10 indie game. Yes. Uh, that'll go with the Pockets. The <laughs> real-time weather. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, Goat Simulator. And then uh, I'm still I'm using the term grinding through Curtain Call, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy, Theorism, yeah. all the subtitles. Have you, uh, been, have you been, <laughs> hey, I like that. Um, uh, have you been playing the uh, like the, the quest mode, or are you just like going through the songs one by I'm one? I'm doing a music stage. Okay. And then I'm going to do quest. I, I, I don't know. Cause, I, do, cause, cause I do the, the game so uniformly, it's like sad. Well, because the, the quest mode seems like a, it's, it's a little bit more, to me at least, it's a little bit more fun way of playing through the songs because you'll eventually get to them all. And it's kind of randomized, so to speak, which I like better than going like one by one. But, you know, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I, I just like, I just uniform with that game. Like I start on Final Fantasy 1 and I go from the two, top of the list. Going on to down. three. Yep. Yeah. Top down. Eventually top down. Gets a lightning returns and he skips over everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be all new music to me. Uh, <laughs> then we uh, we took a weird turn and I uh, redboxed Destiny just because uh, John intrigued me to honestly wonder where now, they now, put five hundred million dollars. Now, now, as a person that has said on numerous occasions that you're a not a multiplayer person and b not a first person shooter person. No. What did you think? Uh, I get the hype. Yeah, I do. It, it's a car crash game. Seriously. Like, mm. I put in like an hour and a half, which is huge for me in this genre. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I didn't realize it happened. I was like, at a boss. I'm like, wait, I've played long enough to get to a boss? Why? You look at the clock and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's... I'm like, oh, it's been 90 minutes. How the hell did I put 90 minutes into this? And it's not good. See, that's the... It's that's, so that's not the, good. I've seen so many reviewers saying, like, Destiny is the game that they hate to play. Like, they play it, and they're just like, I hate this game, but I can't stop. Yeah. It's a total car like crash game. Food. Yeah, it's a car crash. It's a, I'm calling it the car crash game of the year, where you you don't want to watch, but you can't help yourself but to gawk. I'm halfway waiting now for it to come out that, like, there's, like, subliminal, like, messaging in Destiny to keep you playing. <laughs> Because it's like nothing else makes any sense yeah. at this point. Yeah. Did, did either of you see the story they published on Kotaku a few days ago where they used like a bunch of Destiny imagery in like a church PowerPoint or something like that? Doesn't surprise me, but no. And, and Chris Person from Kotaku, yes, that's his last name. Um, Is a real person? Oh! <laughs> hey he 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 started making all these religious jokes, and he's like, got zoom into a guy leaning outside of GameStop, tossing a ball in the air. Hey, you, Destiny's pretty cool, but you know what else is cool? Jesus. <laughs> and I'm like, oh god. The bad part is, I can imagine that. <laughs> and then the comment section was literally like people quoting the Bible, but changing it around to make Destiny references and stuff like that. It was the greatest thing ever. Anyway, so. Nice. Uh, and then I did the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. I repurchased Metroid 2 for Game Boy and 
am relentlessly screaming at myself because it is still the <laughs> fucking hardest Metroid ever. Yeah. Like, I know that game inside and out, and I'm still like, fuck, why did I buy this? What makes it so hard? It's um, just... Uh, did you ever play the original Metroid? Um, I mean, like, I didn't beat it by any means, but I, I played but it. But you played it? Yeah. So, so you know that there's, like, no real indicator whatsoever with where you have to go. Yeah. Um, Metroid 2 is, like, super zoomed in. And, and, like, you and even stop. less indication. Yeah, and even less indication. Like, you don't even ha- There's no colors or anything. Right. So you can't even tell, like, when, you go, when you're going to a new spot where you shouldn't or something like that. You can't. Just, just little things like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So it's, like, it's bad design, bad hard? I don't think it's bad design. I think it was just no, technical limitations. Fucking hard. <laughs> when it sounds like like if it was zoomed out so you could see better and like I if they had like, done more I feel like with if like they the... had the chance to remake it with modern technology, it'd be perfect. But okay. a lot of it, I think, was just technical limitations of the okay. Game Boy. Because Metroid Two was Game Boy, Only. not like on NES or anything like that. Right. So, right. but yeah, so, so yeah, so I'm pulling my hair out with that still, and I'll still finish it because I apparently am a glutton for punishment, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's that's more than you usually get yeah. in. So, and it's a wide, like I said, a wide variety. It is, is a really wide variety. Charlie, what about you? Um, I didn't want to have. To, I didn't. Well, I, I didn't. If you had asked me this question six hours ago, my my answer would have been nothing again. Uh, but I didn't want to have that answer again. So I did manage to fit in about an hour and a, I think hour hour and a half of Valiant Hearts. Um, what do you think? Uh, I'm loving it so far. Um, I'm I'm I know I'm not that far. I just ran into the girl. So I know I'm not that Did far. You pick her up. Uh, I think she picked us up. Okay, in good. the car. Oh yeah, yeah, the taxi chick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, who's like a medic or something? Well, she has a yes. medic bag or yes. whatever. But uh, yeah, but yeah, that, that that'll make more sense in about five minutes. Uh, I believe you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so far it's great. Love it. Um, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's everything you said it was going to be. So. Yeah, I I bought it as soon as I got home last week um, from when we were recording the podcast, and I I've yet to play it. I've I looked at how long it was. Apparently, it's like six hours, something yeah. like that. I, I feel like this is the kind of game that I want to play in one go, so I'm going to wait till I have a, just a full day off, and I'll just like wake up and start it right away, and by like a little bit past lunchtime. I, I like your thought process there. It, it sounds great, Yeah, but it's probably going to be about 10 hours with the cry breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I'm, I'm giving you. I'm giving you fair warning. <laughs> then, then I'll prepare myself. No, no, no. You, you haven't seen me during emotional games. Like I'll, I'll play through the crying. I'm just like... <laughs> It's just awesomeness escaping my body. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can already. I'm. I am also an emotional zap, and mm-hmm. so I can already tell that um, there's yeah. going to be some breaks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like even well, at least you. At least you have five animals and a wife to hug when you need it here. That's that's <laughs> true. Um, Michelle's going to come home to a full he, case he, of beer, empty, sprawled over the place. In a him, position yeah. on the couch. And... You finished Valiant Hearts, didn't you? And that case of beer. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That has happened before. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my, 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 my self-imposed work life has calmed down finally after this last weekend. It all came to a um, um, uh, you know the, uh, the 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 one of the the main client that's been taking up my time had their grand opening this last Saturday, which I got them set up for. It took me until four a.m. the night before, but it's fine. Hey, um, yeah. <laughs> and um, so I things should be calm now, so I should be able to actually get some gaming in this week. Yay. Here's hoping, fingers crossed. Now just don't move again because you went two months without any oh, games. Man, you're, don't remind me. <laughs> we don't talk about the black months. <laughs> the black months. I like those. We'll forever call them those. Um, I finished Tales of Zillia. 
I didn't like it as much as the other Tales game, uh, Tales games that I've played this year. Man, I've played four Tales games this year. What like, the hell is wrong with me? Wow, that's You're like right. 200 hours, isn't it? If not more. I mean, wow. the other ones were like 60 hours a piece. This one was 30. So, yeah, a little bit over 200 hours total between four games. Wow, that's... that's. But Are know. there any left? Uh, I have one more on my shelf. It's the Tales of Symphonia HD remaster. Um, I'm going to give myself a break from JRPGs for a while because my backlog is currently full of like shorter uh, handheld games and then maybe like two JRPGs. And we're coming up on the fall months. And we're coming up on the fall months and like Smash is coming out next week for 3DS and then after that like Bayonetta's out two weeks after that and then like there's like WWE and other Smash and stuff like that so I want to reserve time for those. So you've got two JRPGs RPGs left for the next lull. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so next summer. Which happen yeah. in January. Yeah. <laughs> January to March, he'll finish those two out. Well, yeah, only January, because then everything comes out in February again, because that's the new fourth quarter. As <laughs> of, I think I think it was Kyle that said that. Um, mm-hmm. And then... Because uh, that's and then, when yeah. Witcher happens, and Batman happens, yep. and Final Fantasy happens a month after that. So. Isn't there another Tales game coming out soon, though? Yes, um, two, actually. There's uh, Tales of Hearts R on the Vita coming out in, like, a week. Um, and then there's Tales of z- 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 Tales of z- 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 Zestiness, I'm just calling it because I don't remember how to pronounce it, uh, coming out to PS3 next summer. I really hope that's actually the title. It's not. Damn. It's like Zestria, Zelestria or something like that, but I've been calling it Zestiness just because I can't pronounce the damn name. Wow. Now on, right here, that is the name of the game. That's, I, that's a rule I'm imposing. I'm with it. Got it. I don't I'll know what he said the second time. Yep. Stop writing on my wall. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so so Dan's really gotten you committed to well, a see, lot of hours. I, see, I do this at least once a year. Like last year was the Zelda uh, binge where I, I bought every Zelda game I never played and I just like marathoned through all of them because Link Between Worlds came out. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll play all the Zelda games. And then the year before that, I had all the Final Fantasy games I never played, which granted was only like three or four of them, but... That's still 300 that's hours. Still, that's still a lot of time between Final Fantasy games. So, like, I do this every year. This year was just the Tales games. What's next, next year? Next year will probably be Dragon Quest. Ooh. Yeah. Man. It fills well, the time, though. Hitting, the way they're hitting mobile, it's like, yeah, okay, why not? <laughs> um... So I finished Tales of Zillia, um, also grinding away at uh, Theater Rhythm, Final Fantasy, Curtain Call, all the subtitles. Um... And then I also picked up uh, Hyrule Warriors um, on Friday, which I, I'm really enjoying. I can see where there's a lot of, not controversy so necessarily, but like uh, I can see where the reviews are kind of mixed. Um, and I'll get into that next week. I want to review Hyrule Warriors and give it a full, you know, talk about the game and stuff like that. But we'll do that next week. Um, but I'm loving it. But that could just be the Nintendo fanboy in me going like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. You know, which, you know. Probably have a sense of my Nintendo Zelda-ish fanness, which is to say not that much, but it's there. Um, would I enjoy it, do you think? It's a great stress reliever. Have you ever played a Dynasty Warriors game before? I've, uh, I've never, again, never beaten you, one, you, but I've played them. It's basically that, but with the Zelda skin. Right. right. But, so if you if you have no love for the Zelda franchise, then... You can just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, you then just whatever. You're just slaughtering hordes of enemies. But I mean, like, is it... I'll, I'll, I'll save more you, questions you, for your review. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, anyway, that's what we did this week in games. Let's see what the industry did this week in games.
Okay, coming in at number five. How would we like an update on how the Xbox One is doing in Japan? We would. We would. Okay, good. Um, so, first week, uh, the, the first week the Xbox One was, it's been out three weeks now. The first week the Xbox One was out in Japan, they sold 25.6 thousand units. Not Doesn't, bad. Which is more than I expected, but still yeah. not great. We, we, I think we predicted three. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not 3,000, three. Yeah. <laughs> so, they, they, they've surpassed our number. Um, the second week, uh, they only sold 3,015 consoles. All of Japan. 3,000. Yeah. It gets better. Third week, so the last week. Last week. 1,314 consoles. They are on, like, the super small schedule for sales, so aren't they? The, uh, the, so, <laughs> so the silver lining to this, um, uh, the Xbox One is outselling the Xbox 360. In Japan, <laughs> which, you Because know. everybody owns the 360. <laughs> um, so take that as you will. However, with, um, with sales so far, PS3s are selling twice as many as the Xbox One, and PS4s are selling four times as many. So... It's a, home, it's a hometown crowd. Is this the point where we can call the Xbox One a failure in Japan yet? Or do we really need to wait until, like, no, Scalebound comes no, no, out? No, no, Next week, when they drop under 1,000, we make the call. When they only sell, like... 850. 200, 200 consoles? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then it's a failure. Yeah, that that's... I mean, this really isn't surprising, you know, to any of us, but... I love the fact that, that the sales in Japan are, like, a... Like a uh, time delay. What was that? The, the where they speed it up, like for the weather when they show the clouds come in. What the hell am I talking about? Oh, time lapse. Yeah, a time lapse video of the entire year here in four <laughs> weeks. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I I am really intrigued to see total like hol- especially since this is going to be the first um, holiday season in the U.S. where both consoles are like, you know basically even since now there's the cheaper skew and stuff like that well that and it's uh you'll now get the uh the conspiracist one years that huh? the people like there's a lot of people who wait a year f- to buy oh, the new yeah, console because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so gonna be buggy and all that. work all the bugs out yeah. and stuff like that so it'll be really interesting to see sales numbers this holiday no matter what mm-hmm. i think but i'm you know, sure they're probably gonna be better than japan's month i certainly hope so um so yeah, uh, Microsoft, your uh, your console's not doing too well, and I don't think even Scalebound can save you, especially because Scalebound. Keep in mind, we were talking about it a couple weeks ago when Kyle was here. Um, Scalebound from Platinum Games. Uh, Microsoft seems to think that that's going to be like the big Japanese exclusive that's going to sell systems. But another Platinum Games title, Bayonetta Two, currently not selling too hot. Um, that, that surprises me. It's well, see, it does for me, and it doesn't. It, it surprises me because it's a very Japanese title. It doesn't surprise me because it's a Wii U exclusive, and the Wii U is more popular in Japan than it is here. But that's not saying a whole lot. Wow, that's and painful right there. The fact that the Nintendo fanboy is the one that's admitting that. <laughs> no, just the fact that like the hometown crowd isn't buying a Wii U either. Well. Yeah, yeah. I think they've been waiting for things like Smash and yeah. Zelda. Yeah. And Zelda. I mean, I mean Mario is great. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, you know. I've been playing on my 3DS for years. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh well. Well, we'll check in with Microsoft again next month to see how many hundreds of consoles they've sold. Oh, by then they'll be down to tens. <laughs> it's gonna be funny. <laughs> um. Anyway, coming in at number four, 
since we bashed on Microsoft, we'll bash on Sony. We're not bashing. We're reporting news, but you know. Um, so if you've been one of six remaining PlayStation Home users, um, you'll be disappointed come March. Uh, Sony announced that the service is shutting down completely in March of 2015. Um for those of you who are unaware of what PlayStation Home is, it was a free MMO-type kind of Second Life-ish application for PlayStation 3 where you could jump in and you have an avatar and you can buy things and customize your weird little, like, studio, pseudo, apartment, thing. studio apartment that's overlooking an ocean and a tree and, and, and stuff, and then you could go to arcades, and then they were having, like, virtual... That was, that was one thing that was kind of cool, was that they had, like, virtual E3, so you could show up, but then it would just took too much time, because and you're like, oh, no, I gotta log into the thing and download the thing, and it's just... Now PlayStation Home is all... Uh, creepy people that are like walking around like pantsless that uh, are like uh, trying to get people's kick numbers or usernames rather um, asking if everyone is under the age of 15 so I'm not seeing this as a bad thing necessarily nope, nope. It was, a, it was a, I mean, it was... It, I, I don't know. I remember when they first announced it. Like, I was so excited. And then I tried it really? out. And I'm like, well, see, and then I tried it out. And I'm like, why was I excited for this? <laughs> like, like legitimately. Like, I was just like, oh, yeah, free MMO. It's going to be cool. It's going to be like, it's going to be like The Sims, but free and online and stuff like that. And then I'm like, this sucks. Why was I ever excited for this? I hate multiplayer. Let's go back to playing Final Fantasy. <laughs> I, I remember when I got my PS3 that I was... Thumbing through it, and I'm like, PlayStation Home. Okay, maybe it's like, you know, stuff you can buy for your home or something like that, right? I turned it on, I'm like... That would have been more what? interesting yeah, but than I, it actually was. I remember my exact thought. When I turned on, I was like, why does this exist? Yeah. What What the hell? And then I yeah. got out of it, and then that story popped up the other day, and I was like, wait, wait, that's still on? Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was actually kind of legitimately surprised, too, because I remember, um, I think it forcibly deleted itself from my PS3 like a year ago. <laughs> Your PlayStation Home committed seppuku? What? Your PlayStation Home committed ritual suicide. Like, seppuku, just like, yes. I don't deserve to live, and disembowelment, <laughs> dead. He didn't get in the van, I should probably just kill myself. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I, I like I tried. I went back like three times, like over the course of a few yeah. years, like thinking, just like, is this worth anything yet? And then I couldn't figure out what was going on. I'm like, nope, still not worth anything. I know what happened. It verified your age and found out you were in fact over fifteen <laughs> <laughs> and wearing pants. Damn it. Um. Well, for those of you who are still using PlayStation Home, put uh, on pants. <laughs> Put on pants. Also, uh, there will be no new content made for it past November, and you will not be able to download anything new after December. So after that, you've only got three months to deal with whatever it is you have until they flip the switch and uh, PlayStation Home goes home. I'm, conv I'm convinced that it was like some higher up at Sony, his kids really love The Sims, and just... Hey, we can, we can make this for free and totally yeah. screw The Sims. Well, that backfired. Yeah. All right, don't talk about it anymore. Oh shit, it's still a thing. Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> I remember when it was a it was a big deal that they were giving away uh, pre-order bonuses that were uh, like avatar items for PlayStation Home, mm. and I'm like, ha, it's not gonna get me to pre-order at all. <laughs> That's almost a negative. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Maybe they were pants. That's why nobody has them. <laughs> yeah, it would have been it, it would have been more interesting. Like like you, VJ, I, I went back to it a couple times over the last however many years it's been around. And it was just like every time it was like, okay, 
this might it's been some time maybe there's enough content in there now to yeah. actually like make it interesting mm -hmm. and it's like it was it was nice that they added like the demos and like the themed areas and things like that mm -hmm. but it's just like the experience was just so awful like it every time it, it every time you felt like it was empty like something was missing like it never quite got started uh, yes but uh, what i'm more referring to is like every time you had to every time you went to a new place a new room you yeah. had you had to stop and download it like, right. it, like it's like yeah, just it the the actual experience of using it, like the actual user experience, was just was just awful. Like, I, it's like my twelfth time waiting for a room to download. Like, while in a session, I'm just like, why am I, why am I still doing this? What, why do I hate myself today? And it's just like, ugh. yeah, it's just it was. Uh, it was an interesting idea, but just horribly executed. Another thing I kind of compare it to is that imagine, imagine. Um, I, I know Goat and I have Charlie. Have you played an Animal Crossing game before? Um, yeah, I played the original one, yes. Okay, so uh, we all know that in Animal Crossing, it's basically a life simulator, but your ultimate goal is to pay off your house. Yeah. Has anyone ever played, like, once you pl finish paying off your house, have you, has anyone ever, like, played it long term? Do you, do you think, realistically, people still, like, play I know it a couple after? people have gone past that point, like, they've got the biggest house and they paid it off and all that stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, at, at that point, it's just, like, daily routine i mentioned this because playstation home to me is a lot like animal crossing where it's supposed to be kind of like a life simulator but it doesn't have the goal of something like paying off your house you literally just show up and there are other people that show up and occasionally you get pretty items to decorate your thing with your avatar with um <laughs> well, well, yes. they're handing out merkins that's cool <laughs> So, and, and I think just the fact that it just, it's there to exist, and, you know, c combined with, like you said, Charlie, just the awful experience of just yeah. everything so disjointed. So what you're saying is you would enjoy it more if they had, like, the Nook Mafia in PlayStation Home and, like, threatened to break your legs. I if they gave me any sort of, like, direction there or, was like, a, go here, do this. If there was a point. If yeah. it wasn't just a ridiculously overcomplicated interface for downloading demos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Basically, yeah. Basically, that was was a tech demo. Like, look what we could do. We yeah. didn't do it right, but look what we could do. Thanks for buying a PS3 for PlayStation Home Two. Seven hundred dollars. PlayStation Home Two coming exclusively to Project Morpheus. That'd be actually cool though, because then you're in. <laughs> that it. would be more interesting. It would be more interesting, but you'd still like. I, I can see it now. You'd put the headset on. You'd be looking around. You'd be like, "Hey, that's cool." The fuck am I doing? Yeah. What, do I, what should I do here? So I got a. The only cool thing about that is if your player is wearing the headset too. Because then you wouldn't have to look at your face. would be wearing them. And exactly. It looked like some kind of board colony. It would save you the time of having to customize your avatar's face. I'm sorry. I'm, this might be the first time I do this. But uh, this reminds me of one of my favorite moments from the movie today. The Tron <laughs> reference. Great. I'm just going to throw that out there. Good. Anyway. Well then. <laughs> We've figured out how we stop uh, conversations today. <laughs> By Charlie talking about ponies? I'm pretty yes. sure that's always a way to stop conversations. Whatever. Anyway, coming to number three, speaking of ponies, actually has nothing to do with ponies. Um, Yet. No, I'm pretty sure it has nothing to do with ponies. Give me time. Okay. Uh, Ten degrees separation of ponies. So any of you that are playing Destiny um, are probably familiar with the uh, cultural phenomenon, if you will, that is the loot cave. You want to know what else is a cultural phenomenon? Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> oh, that was too easy. You just lobbed that one up in the air for me. I did. Wait, hold on. The, the ponies get looted? <laughs> they have gotten robbed before, yes. What kind of world? Show yeah. Well, the robbers learned their lesson in the end. Did they all have a tea party afterwards? Or don't answer that. I don't want to know. Don't help. You're helping. That's not, 
you're, you're helping is not helping. Anyway. Um, loot cave. Yes. Yeah, yeah, loot cave. So, uh, for those of you who aren't aware, there was a, there was a singular cave in on Earth in Destiny where you, the people could just camp outside it and the enemies were spawning at just the perfect rate where you could just aim it up perfectly and keep shooting and you'd keep killing the guys and suddenly loot from you know the dead guys are just scattered everywhere and you could just do that for like my my favorite thing is Kirk Hamilton from Kotaku said that he literally like went in another room in his apartment put it on remote play on his Vita wasn't even paying attention to the game he was just put pulling the right trigger every so often every 20 minutes he would go collect the loot and he would go back and he, he would just he would just like go watch a movie or something like that and he'd just have his Vita like in one hand just going like click 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 and he'd just be watching Does a movie. Does he have and... unlimited ammo? I'm confused. Um I think so. That, I, that's, that's the only part of this. Is there unlimited ammo in Destiny? Go, do you remember? No. No to get ammo. Maybe he just got a maybe he just I mean maybe he was picking up ammo when he went to collect loot. Yeah, well it's part of the loot. No, that's okay. Probably part he of probably, it. He probably he probably went dry and then wander in there. Yeah. Well, was this on purpose? Was this there uh, probably intentionally? Probably not. Okay. Um, because th- th- since then, Bungie has patched it so that enemies in that particular cave don't spawn every six seconds. They spawn every forty seconds, so that it's not as easy to grind the loot cave, so to speak. Which sounds like a really dirty thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's not as easy to grind and get as much stuff as you possibly can. Um, Definitely pirate porn. They've 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 uh, they've since changed the spawn rates for a lot of also surrounding caves. However, um, of course, as soon as a door is closed, a window is open. Um, Destiny players found Loot Cave 2.0. It's got a sign. Everything. That's <laughs> big neon arrow. Yeah, it's it's on the uh, the map of the stars when you get on Earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, so they they people have quickly found another cave to exploit, and uh, the loot cave seems kind of like hit or miss with people. Like there are some people that are just like, well, I just can't find any legendary items. Everything's just commons and stuff like that, and so they go that, and they think, well, sure, if you play the lottery, but you played a bunch, you have a better odds of winning. And that's their whole mentality. And then there are people, the purists, who admit I would probably be like a purist, where it's just like, well, no, get it the regular way, so you so you can be proud of it. Um, but Destiny also admitted that they're going to fix the loot drops because apparently it is legitimately difficult to get like rare weapons and stuff like that, which is why everyone's been yeah. grinding the loot caves. Um, so I, 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 but I will give, De- I will give Destiny, I will give Bungie this. Um, they're actually paying attention to what's going on in the community, even if they're not doing a very good job at customer support. Apparently, hmm. a lot of people um, are reporting that they'll run into bugs in game or something like that, and they report it to Bungie, and Bungie just like doesn't respond, like nothing. Like apparently, it's a legendary event to see like a game master show up on your map because they're like almost non-existent. So. Kudos to Bungie, at least, for, you know, paying attention to what's going on in their game instead of just, yep, that's good, move on to DLC. So, but still, loot caves. I'm just going to keep saying loot cave because, you know, loot caves. <laughs> I'm a little, you know, I I've, I, I, I don't know anything about game design mm-hmm. specifically, but I mean, I, I understand programming and I understand, like, not how to do it, but how it works at the very least. Right. And I guess I'm a little confused as to why... Like if I if I were doing this, yeah, I I would set it up so that there's basically um like a like a like the reset would almost be on like um like the more times you hit it, the mm-hmm. longer the reset is, 
Like it's on like um I don't know how to describe it. Like it would be on like a sliding scale. Like the first time it's a ten second reset. The second the second time it's twelve, and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until you walk away, and then the timer starts to reduce to normal. So that way you can't just stand there for forever. That would on any regular. That would make a lot more sense. Yeah. I I think one of the things that we'll see a lot of people have also been complaining about the spawn rates like entirely. Like having enemies show up every six seconds is a little bit ridiculous, yeah. and that's the kind of thing that. Like, I'm the kind of person that if I find enemies, if more enemies keep showing up, then I'll keep killing them until they stop. Yeah. So they wouldn't stop in that case, and so I'd literally be standing there for hours just killing everything. Yeah. These guys just kind of made it streamlined to where they're just far enough away, and they can just, like... Like, it was, it was a thing. Like, you could go into Destiny, you could go to one of these caves, and you would see just people lined up, like, all focusing <laughs> on this cave. And it, all of them, it was like a firing range. It's like, but all of them were aiming at the same target. It was so damn funny to see. Um, and it was even funnier after they patched it, and you still see a couple people who didn't get the memo, and they're just lining up. They're like, give it a second. They'll show up. <laughs> I know it. No, don't go up there. I got it. Okay, got the guy. Okay, need another one. Where are they? Why isn't anyone spawning? Guys, guys. <laughs> so, it's funny. It's so funny. I, I just get this this like mental image of VJ's character like strolling up to the line, and be like, "So, uh, we in line for Smash?" Or... <laughs> <laughs> what we uh, what we doing? Well, see, that's another, that's another unfortunate thing. Apparently, you can't just uh, just talk to randoms like in the game. Mm. Like yeah, you can talk to them. people that you like you're in a party with or a team with if you're doing a raid or something like mm. that. But you can't just talk to people. Oh, that's weird. Isn't they're it? they're patching that as well, okay. but it's like okay. That really kind of kills the MMO part of that. Yeah, yeah, but you know, again, car wreck game. Yeah. Oh well. Coming to number four, um, like we said, uh, Smash. That was that was not number all five. two. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Hang on. We, we do folks. five backwards, not it's, one forwards. And you skipped three. Did I? No, three was the destiny thing. I'm just saying, when you went back forward, three was. Coming, oh, you're right, you're right. So you went to. Okay. Never mind. It's it's been a long ass week, guys. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't even worry about it. Fucking <laughs> okay, whatever. Coming in at number two. Yay. Um. So Smash is coming out on Friday. Which now that I think about it, I didn't even mention in the thing, did I? We don't need to. It's just a given at this point. Yes, Smash is inevitable. It will be a thing no matter whether you like it or not. Um, so Super Smash Brothers is coming out for 3DS in the U.S. this coming Friday. Um, but, of course, the game is already out on Japanese systems, and the demo is out literally everywhere now. Um, and a lot of people are complaining that the that playing Smash is ruining their consoles. Consoles, handhelds, fucking whatever. Um, 3DS. 3DS systems. Um, a lot of people... No, also the 2DS. Yeah, 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 yeah. 2DS. <laughs> Sorry, did I mention that? Nintendo handheld gaming devices. There you go. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. All five guys are like, hey, 2DS. <laughs> and, and right now, I am those five guys' favorite person. Thank you. <laughs> and you don't own 2DS. Or, or 2DS. Yeah. I am not biased, correct. <laughs> <laughs> I equally have not bought all of them. <laughs> anyway, 
So a lot of people are complaining that Smash is ruining their systems by particularly uh, using movement with the circle pad. Um, a lot of people are reporting that their, 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 their circle pad is completely breaking off. Some of them are cracking. Um, a lot of people are being apparently just too rough with the system. Uh, the, it's mostly reported with the original 3DSs. Uh, the XLs and the 2DSs aren't getting as nearly as many um, reports of broken systems and stuff like that. But it's also brought up a lot of questioning, especially since the game is out for U.S. reviewers and stuff like that, where people are playing the game and they're finding it difficult. They, like, they love the game. Like, every every single review I've seen about Smash on 3DS has been universally positive. Um, their only complaint so far is, one, uh, screen is too small on anything other than the XL, so it's hard to tell what's going on, which I can totally understand because Smash is a very hectic game. Um, and two, it's difficult to get around the controls for, um, you know, playing a fast-paced game like Smash on a handheld, especially given that movement is by default mapped to the circle pad, which is a little mushy. Has a, has a little bit more resistance than like an analog stick on the Wii U gamepad or a GameCube controller or something like that. And I can kind of understand that. Like, I, I've, I've been playing the demo and I can see like what people mean, but I've still been going up to like difficulty like, you know, seven out of nine. And I've still been, it's just something to get used to for me, but I'm the veteran Smash player that knows not everything about it because, you know, I still don't know what the fuck wave dashing is, but. Um, you know, I, I like to think I hold my own pretty well. Uh, Goat, that was your only complaint when you were playing the demo, was that you couldn't handle movement with the circle pad. Yeah, you wanted it on the D-pad, yeah. right? The, the D-pad's more solid, and, and I'm used to playing it on the mm -hmm. D-pad, and the, the circle pad, it, it, it's there's too much play in the circle pad. Like, you're like, oh, I want to go up, and the circle pad's kind of flimsy, and you're like, oh, I went up and to the right a little bit, and it's like, well, you didn't go up. I'm like, come on, I was in the ballpark. Give me it. <laughs> that was actually something too a couple weeks ago um after we recorded the show i let charlie play smash on my 3ds um and he he had almost a similar um reaction to playing it like he went immediately for the d-pad for movement yeah. and he's like oh you can't move with the d-pad yeah. yeah. um i don't remember if you started that way but or if you went with the circle pad and then realized this isn't working quite right I, it was that it was I, I i just it was like the word mushy is exactly the word i would use yeah like it's just like you know i'm trying to slide this this disc around yeah and it's just it, it just doesn't have like the action that i wanted out of it like like a thumbstick is one thing because it's like you can really you can tilt it back and forth and you can get a lot more precision out of it exactly and then the d-pad is is also good because like you you very clearly know if you're pressing up or down or left or right like mm -hmm. to do anything else in between requires a del very deliberate motion mm -hmm. but it's like when you're pressing up like goat said it could be like up or a little and a little to the right or up a little to the left like it, it just it's it just is not ideal for that kind of gaming to, right. to me and um yeah, and to me, it's it to me. It seems like most of like the the fighting game players that I've talked to, like if they can help, but they'll play with an arcade stick, just generally speaking. But if if they don't have an arcade stick available, it seems like they that that their second choice is the D pad. So I yeah, mean, do, would you agree that that seems to be yeah. the consensus? I, I do. I mean, keep in mind there are even people that have already modded their 3DSs so that they can play Smash with a GameCube controller. That does not surprise me. That doesn't surprise me at all. But it, 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 it's just that kind of thing. Like I, I know a couple people in the fighting game community. You know, we've had Brian Lesser on before, who's really deep into that stuff. And um, you're right. They go typically. You know, it, it, not everyone. Sure. Typically, they go for the arcade stick first. But Smash isn't your typical fighting game, so that's the kind of thing where you still want a ton of control, and you want, you know, you'd want the D-pad, especially compared to the Circle Pad, which, as we all said, is 
kind of inaccurate. I don't think the 3DS was designed, at least the circle pad was designed, with like quick movements in mind. You know, I think what made it better is there's there's a I don't think it's every uh, a thumbstick out there, but there's there are some thumbsticks. I can't remember which ones off the top of my head. But like when you tilt it, there are little little indentations, like a, it mm. would be an octagon, so yeah. that it can, it can like lock in the place. So yeah. when, you, when you push it up, if you're a little off to the side, it'll like fall into a groove yeah, to go directly yeah, yeah, yeah. up. I, I almost feel like if they had put those indentations underneath the circle pad, where whatever that mechanism is, so that it would have at least those grooves to fall into. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that might have made it better. It's an interesting idea. I don't know how the circle pad is designed, though, like yeah. mechanically. Right. Like, I I feel like that. I agree with you, but I feel like that might not be plausible with how I imagine the circle pad to be designed, at least. Yeah. Well, the the great thing though is, from what I understand, all of our problems will be solved with the full version because you can use switch your controls over to the D pad. Yeah. By the way, right. let, we this still, is just for the demo. By the way, right, right. by the way, we still don't have um, a release date for the Wii U version, which scares me like it doesn't but it does like nintendo has been really tight-lipped on release dates for pretty much everything they put out in the last two years and like they'll suddenly like even the wii u itself like they uh they didn't even announce a release date for it until like what two months before or something like that. i was gonna say what is the closest they've ever gotten to like i want to say the wii u itself like they announced the release date in september and it came out in november so I have a feeling. Well, it was now like we, now we know six weeks. Now we know that. Yeah, now we know that Smash will allegedly be you know closer than that because the 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 rumored date for Smash to come out and this seems pretty much confirmed because we've seen it reported on well reported. Um, we've seen it on leaked flyers. We've seen it on uh, Amazon.ca accidentally posted it this morning um, that the game is allegedly coming out November twenty first, which makes sense because Nintendo always loves to put their big release in the U S a week before Black Friday. They did it last year with Zelda and Mario. Did it the year before that with. Something else I don't remember. They did it the year before that with Zelda Skyward Sword. You know, they always do that. So I think the 21st is a safe bet. But this will be the quickest, like, turnaround. So there's two reasons why they, if, if let's say, let, let's say for the, for the sake of, um, for, of argument that they are planning on that being the date. I can think of only two reasons why they haven't told us that by now. One, they're not completely sure they're going to make it. Mm-hmm. Or two, they're trying to, like, build up buzz. I have kind of reason two and a half okay they don't want to cannibalize sales on the 3ds version so they're keeping silent on the wii u version until the 3d i guarantee you will as soon as the 3ds version comes out it'll be a matter of days until we start to see like they'll announce a nintendo direct for smash on wii u and then we'll get we'll learn all about like everything about the amiibo we'll get a release date that might they might release a bundle you know stuff like that all right i'll buy that that may, that may, I agree with VJ. The whole, hey, thanks for buying the 3DS version, but the version you actually wanted now comes out yeah. <laughs> since you couldn't wait. Right. Um, one yeah. thing, though, I, I want to say the closest date I remember, I think it was four weeks before they finally gave us an official date for Skyward Sword. I remember it was, like, super, super close. It was, it like, was quick. It, it was, was like, uh, we're all like, well, Zelda comes out this year. Like, what, well, maybe? And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, it comes up this day. And you're like, that's, like, I want to say, like, a month away. So they're, they're, this isn't new. Nintendo knows they have all the cards and they know yeah. how to play them. I mean, come yeah, on, it's funny they really they were a Friday. card company. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> by the way, Nintendo turned 125 years old this past week. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Nintendo! You don't Yay. look a day over 90. <laughs> Thousand consoles. Uh. <laughs> nice. 
So yeah, so Smash. But um, by the way, folks, we want to give a slight teaser. Um, Smash obviously comes out this coming Friday. Um, we have, uh, I won't give it away, but we have a special Smash-themed feature coming up soon. Um, that is just going to be so great, and it'll make it'll make perfect sense once it happens. But you know, it'll be smashing fun. Oh God! Well, we have the title for that episode already. <laughs> anyway, coming in at number one. You've probably heard this news already, but we're going to reiterate it because this is uh, this this is bigger than all four sto- other stories on this list combined. Um, the long time in development um, project Titan, an MMO from Blizzard, which has been in development for seven years, was finally canned this past week. Um, originally, uh, Blizzard confirmed it um, with Polygon. Oddly enough. Um, Blizzard confirmed it with Polygon, but they wouldn't give any further details. They just said, "Hey, Project Titan is no longer a thing. We're 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 disbanding the team that was ma- working on it, and they're going to work on other projects and things like that." And so everyone's just like, "What?" But we didn't even know what it was. Um, so, uh, but and then Jason Schreier over Kotaku did his magic and said, "Here's what it is." I talked to a bunch of people who looked at the game. So uh, he got a bunch of details. Um, so the game was an MMO FPS. Massively multiplayer online, first-person shooter. Um, it was going to be set place in a near-future Earth, and y- where the human race had successfully fought off an alien invasion. Which already, I'm like, okay. What? what S- Destiny? I'm not finished. Um, actually, that's probably the closest to Destiny. But anyway, um, so the, the game was going to have two worlds essentially the game was going to have like a normal world and then the quote-unquote shadow world and the way it would work is that hang on goat goat's losing it already the way it was set up was that your character would do some dull mundane job like be a butcher or be a a taxi driver or something like that during work hours quote-unquote and then off work hours you'd become some sort of like gunman or like some military trained person fighting off like groups of gangs all over the city oh, and vigilante sure yeah um but you'd be able to pick between different factions and then the factions would go to war and stuff like that which uh reminds me a lot of the MMO the secret world which was mm. based off of like the templars and like the the stonemasons and stuff like that yeah um so i thought the two worlds was an interesting uh was an interesting thing. A lot of people say that it was supposed to be, um, uh, it was supposed to be in a cartoony style, similar to like Team Fortress Two or even The Incredibles, which I can actually kind of see given the description. Um, hang on, goat. I've only got one point here. Oh, I know. I um, the goal, uh, the insiders at Blizzard say, was to make it feel like li- like a living, breathing city. The fact that everyone would have their own job, and then at nighttime or whenever quote unquote work hours aren't happening is that um, everyone would just kind of come out at night and fight in these wars and stuff like that. Well, no wonder it got canceled. Everything you just said has already been released in the last two years. Yeah. Two yeah. War- Link Between Worlds, Destiny, Sims, uh, insert Batman or superhero game here. <laughs> like All of it's been done. There's nothing to release. Yeah, but not all in one game. I know It sounded interesting to me from the description. Um, so what do we think happened? Well, let's get into that. That's our feature today. (laughs) 
Okay, so, Charlie, to answer your question, <laughs> um, you know, what do we think happened to Titan? Why do we think it was canceled? Stuff like that. I think might what might have happened is that, kind of like Goat said, you know, these are all things that we've seen happen over the course of the past two years in separate games. And sure, we haven't seen all of those happen in one game, but... They've happened. But they've happened. So I... I, I don't feel like several different I don't feel like several different like big ideas coming from several different big games like coming together as one is great like just because it seems like it would be overwhelming. I think they're just trying to do too much. Yeah. Well, and keep in mind too, Blizzard is great at strategy games. They're great at top-down RPGs. They're even now great. At, well, they're obviously great at MMOs because, you know, World of Warcraft is one of those popular games of all time. Um, they're even now great at uh, digital trading card games That's true. with Hearthstone. They've never done a shooter before. And this, uh, this brings me to the idea, because um, this is something that actually uh, one of our mailbag readers touched on, um, but I'm going to spoil it anyway. Um, Blizzard has canceled, that we know of, three games. Titan is one of them. Um, another one was Warcraft Adventures, which was a game set in uh, Warcraft that was supposed to be point-and-click, and everyone loved it, but it never happened because, you know, Warcraft. Um, and then the third one was Starcraft Ghost, which was mm. supposed to be kind of like a shooter-stealth hybrid. And I'm like, what if Blizzard just isn't good at making shooters? Like, what if they did they, they have the skill set to make RPGs and strategy games and crack on iPads? But <laughs> what, what if they just don't? feel confident in making it a shooter. It could be. I think another big part of this also is that, remember, um, within the past seven years, Blizzard merged with another major company in Activision. And you know what Activision just put out? Right. Destiny, which is an right. MMO, FPS, where people successfully fought off an alien invasion. Granted, it's not the same kind of idea like completely but it's pretty damn close and it's 500 million dollars <laughs> and it's 500 million dollars and i don't think i'd want anyone coming close to my 500 million dollar investment to spoil my return yeah i i would imagine especially if i'm activision i don't know if it i i imagine it wasn't like the main reason the game was canceled but i wouldn't want to cannibalize sales of essentially my own game by releasing the same thing but cartoony yeah that's a good point well my take on this is like like mike said you know all these things have been done in the last two years but they're not in the same place one that's probably too much and two if you put them all in one place they're just going to turn it's all your, all your reviews are going to be like well we've seen this before oh yeah we've seen this before and yeah. just, it's just going to be a comparison a thon of sixes and sevens maybe Blizzard is very much the company, and we've seen this, that they don't release a game or start a franchise unless they are confident that they can be the leader in that yeah. genre. So I'm not at all surprised that they would look at this and go, well, we're not going to be able to do this. Because whenever, whenever people think strategy games, they immediately think of StarCraft and WarCraft. Whenever people think RPGs or MMOs, they immediately think of World of WarCraft or Diablo, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Um I, I have a feeling that whenever they put out Heroes of the Storm, that MOBA that's all like Blizzard characters and stuff like that, I have a feeling whenever anyone thinks of MOBA, they're going to thank League of Legends and Heroes of the Storm. Uh, <laughs> You're probably right, but I think it'd be really, I mean, not funny, haha, but funny if what basically like your, like your guys' theory, but like the other way around, like 
they brought this to like the Activision CEO for like review, and he was like, "Man, this is really good. This is gonna make Destiny look like crap. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to cancel this." <laughs> well, the Activision CEO is allegedly a dick, so he, he, was, he was the guy that begged the internet community to stop photoshopping him as the devil so he could get dates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, I remember that. Now. Yeah. <laughs> So, wait, wait, that was the greatest story. I, I like your idea, though. The whole, the whole CEO meeting of, wait, you want to bring Borderlands, Zelda, Destiny, and a couple other things all into one place? We already did that. Uh, n- no. We tried to do that, and it's not good, so you're not yeah. allowed to do it better. <laughs> so He just slides him a note, $500 million. Yeah. Noted, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> But so I think a lot of I think it's a lot of those things that contributed oh. to Titan to um, to its downfall and stuff like that. Well, then they missed their window. I mean, after seven years, we've seen there's a window. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if Titan with the ideas it had because when uh, when this broke, all the ideas behind the game and stuff like that, the community was really split on whether they thought it would be cool or not. A lot of people were just like, "Yeah, this sounds like something awesome that I would play," and those are the people that Blizzard's kicking themselves, just like, "God damn." It. Why did we cancel it? And then there was like it was split like right down the middle like it was nuts. Um, and then there was the other half that said and it's just like well this sounded dumb or like what we said like other people have done this before. I mean, Blizzard doesn't put anything out unless they're bringing something new to the table yeah. or they're you know starting a new franchise that everyone will remember for the rest of their lives. Well, and I'm also uh, completely convinced that an 8.5 out of 10 is considered a failure in Blizzard's camp. Blizzard is very much like an American Nintendo, where they're they don't want to, um, they don't want to be well. A couple of reasons: one, they don't want to be very public about things that they're putting out. Like that's one of the reasons why they're so secretive about release dates and why they're so good at being secretive about stuff like this. Like Titan's been in uh, development for seven years, and this is the first time we've heard anything about it, which I, I'm just impressed by, especially given how the industry is with leakers and stuff like that. <laughs> leakers. Hey, leakers. Um, so th- that's one of the reasons why Blizzard and Nintendo, I think, get a lot of comparisons. Another one is that, you know, th- they don't cancel a lot of projects that they're relatively public with. I mean, I mean, they never formally said anything about Project Titan other than that, hey, it's a thing. But, you know. Well, I, and they don't want to sow their pedigree. Like, I, I, Blizzard's on such a great run yeah. that one bad game... Is a really big blemish on their record right, right. now. Right. Yeah. No. They. They. Um. Not I think since, they can't yeah. afford a Final Fantasy Thirteen. In that grand scheme of things, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I you know, know. they've built up enough cred that they have a little wiggle room to fail. I feel uh, like they don't want to. I think yeah. nobody I think, wants I think, to. Well, I think they. I think they hold themselves in such high regards that, like, they just keep pushing themselves. Well, that, and if then, it yeah. is, if it isn't broke, Charlie, why, why? Break it. If it isn't broke, why release it? Yeah. <laughs> because you've spent seven years on it. That's the only thing that's sticking by me is like, from a, from a purely business standpoint, if I've put seven years of time and money into something, like, I almost just want to put it out even if it's, I mean, like, okay, but we're talking about Blizzard. I, I was going to say, that's I almost want to put it out even if it's bad just to get some of my money back, but Blizzard. That's, that's, that's something that I, yeah, I was going to say, keep in mind, Blizzard is, again, attached to Activision, which is making Call of Duty and Skylanders what? and Guitar right. Hero royalty monies. Um, not and, to and, mention World of Warcraft subs, which yeah, even I mean, though they're going down, they're still there. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, Charlie, you just seven years of development, so what, a half a year of WoW subscriptions covered that? <laughs> <laughs> um... 
But uh, Charlie brings up a good point about games that are long in development and then eventually canceled. Um, we we uh, went up with a list of games. Yes. Um, the infamous list of games. Is that top five? No. <laughs> it's actually only two games that we could think of, but I'm sure more will come up on the spot because that's how it usually works here. Um, but look so at like uh, look at Star Wars thirteen thirteen, which was canceled um, when Lucas Arts not only when Lucas Arts went under, but when EA bought the rights to Star Wars games and stuff like that. Oh, that's right, they got the axe like yeah, immediately. And, and, and everyone looked at the gameplay footage from thirteen thirteen. It looked great. It was like one of the first like that and Watch Dogs were the first like great like next gen games that everyone was excited about. Because everyone assumed that 1313 would be next gen, even though they never came out and said it. Um, and then look at, like, you know, a lot of people said the same kind of thing about, like, Final Fantasy 15, formerly versus 13. It's like, it's been in development for nine years. Yeah, that thing's got Why on earth are they still working on it? Yeah. I'm glad they are. Don't get me wrong. Square Enix, please don't cancel it. <laughs> I think they're a little too far gone on that one now. Yeah, so I, I wonder what... I wonder if there's, like, a sense of pride in, like, development studios and publishers and stuff like that where, like, they've just been working on something so long. It's just like, okay, we have to finish it. We can't waste all that work and money. Well, that, and at that point, I think at, at, at the year's mark, especially, like, seven. Yeah. I'll just randomly pull a number yeah. out of our hat. Uh, <laughs> right? You, there's a lot riding there because mm-hmm. you've been working on this for seven years. So you've raised that bar up to the seven-year mark. Right. And at the same time, there's still the Duke Nukem possibility. Where it's yeah. in development for yeah. like 12 years and, and it, it comes sucks. out and it's just a commercial yeah. failure. Yeah, and yeah. I think at that point, it's probably cheaper just to cancel it. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, we don't want to deal with that. It's not up to seven-year mark. It's maybe a two-year mark game. Screw it. Keep in mind, um, for for those of you that aren't familiar, and I have a feeling uh, that even some of the guys in this room might not be aware of this, the average development time for a game not running on like EA's yearly schedule um, is about three years. Yeah, which sounds about right. Sounds about right yeah. you know? So once you go past that and you get into like four years and five years and stuff like that, that's when the publisher starts looking and it's like, that's, this is money that we're losing because we're not releasing this game. And on the other side of that, that's when the... The customers, every year you attack on the three, your expectations go higher. But I wonder if that might be... I wonder if Blizzard is probably one of the only companies that could pull this off where they put so much time into development and are able to cancel their game just because they've got so much money from just everywhere between them and Activision. I wonder if that allows them to kind of experiment and use this manpower to work on these like games that they're not quite sure about and stuff like that. Um, like, I imagine Nintendo the same way. Another thing that I um, teased these guys about off-air before we started recording was that Nintendo canceled a game called Super Mario Spikers. Which you guys can probably kind of guess what it's about. Volleyball? Yes. Why? But here's the thing. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. You gave this Mega Man no, no. soccer. Hang, hang on. Why can't I have Mario <laughs> Volleyball? Hang on. It, no, th- this is the part that was truly amazing. It combines volleyball and wrestling. So, like, you would, like, take your opponent, like, over the net and pile drive them and then, like, spike the ball. So it's Super Spike V-Ball from Back in the <laughs> days, just with a Mario skin. Sure, let's go with that. Come um, on, he's played every, literally every other sport, <laughs> Nintendo. Why? Um, 
But I wonder, but Nintendo is also, like, the only other company that I can imagine, like, being able to do, like, an experiment like this. I'm, I'm still hung up on the fact that he went to the Olympics twice, but he can't play volleyball. It's just... Three times. Three times. He went to the Olympics three, <laughs> and still... No Actually, volleyball. probably been four. Jeez. He's been to... Because it, it was the Summer Olympics, there was the Winter Olympics, there was the London Olympics, and then there was the Sochi Olympics. Yeah, four times. He's been to the Olympics four times, <laughs> yet he is unable to play volleyball. <laughs> This, this seems like a discrimination case, Nintendo. I know volleyball was one of the Mario Party um, mini-games, so yeah. there's that. Great. I mean, it doesn't include wrestling moves, which it, sounds like it would have been the greatest thing ever, but... <laughs> You know, but I wonder if there's too many companies that would be able to do like, you know, like a Super Mario Spikers or like a Titan where they can just literally just dump money into development of a game that they're not even sure that can be released. Because it sounds like throughout the entire development cycle for Titan, everyone was skeptical about it. Like they had a great idea and a couple people knew it, but a lot of people were still like, I don't know. Well, and then Charlie, you probably have a little bit more business sense than I do on this, but wouldn't with something like that, that that's where the R&D like moniker comes from, right? Where like you can put a game out that you're not. I mean, you're working on a game that you're not real sure about. You can R put in R and D, and then it's not as financially draining. Um. Well, if what you mean by that is that they could kind of take what they learned from make from from Project Titan and apply it to something else. Um. I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm not sure where you're going there because I mean, typically like R and D is like is like the first stage like it's it's like they're 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 researching and they're 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 getting information and they're they're getting their ducks in a row to actually start the development side of it oh, okay um, i thought so, actually you could actually carry a game through r d all the way to the end as in like well we tried this it's research well i mean but that doesn't like it's like it gets a test phase and then you're like oh that failed yeah i mean like it's <laughs> it's entirely possible that that's how they classified it but you know that's that's all just that's basically all mostly internal politics yeah it's just some guy with a accountant degree going, uh, R and D. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to get a tax return on this R and D. I wonder if, um, off the top of our heads, can we think of any game that's been like really long in development that was totally worth it so far? Because Duke Nukem Forever wasn't. No, 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 it was not. Like even me, like the it took forever to the game. Like it wasn't worth twelve years. Oh, I liked it too, but it definitely forever was the. The correct title. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just took forever to finish one to get to me, and then it took me forever to finish it because it was that mundane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't, um, I mean, I can't well, think of anything. I'm, I don't know. The GTAs are always on a three-year, right? What's that? GTAs, they're usually on a three, oh. the five-year. They're usually in development for long amounts of time, but they don't even announce them until, like, two years Well, like, Elder Scrolls. Skyrim took forever. Mm, was, yeah, I, was like, I was like a five almost that's five true. or six or a year and that was well worth the wait yeah no I, I think that I think that Bethesda games especially like the open world ones like Skyrim and Fallout and stuff mm. like that I think those definitely um, warrants more development time especially between uh, Elder Scrolls 4 and 5 particularly because the graphics engine in Oblivion was horrendous and in Skyrim it was significantly less horrendous yes so I, I think that you could actually see your character's face that could, was worth an extra year yeah you, your the character's face didn't look like a butt <laughs> literally or <laughs> Donkey Kong from afar <laughs> now I have the DK rap stuck in my head um so I, I wonder if this but is that ties into my theory though is like like Skyrim took 
a lot of time. Yeah. You know, these games, and we expect, as consumers, we expect that time to be well used. Yeah. And unfortunately, in the society we're in now, we want instant gratification, so... Yeah. It better be like the greatest thing I've ever put my eyes on within the first 15 seconds when it says, thank you for buying the game. It's like, oh my God, those tees are so crisp. Wonder, I'm glad they took seven years on this. <laughs> I wonder if the game's own hype kind of crushed it. Just because, uh, just because you know, like you said, you know, it, it's a game that we know hasn't been in development for seven years. So everyone's got that in mind thinking, oh, this has seven years of development time. Kind of going with you, what you said. It's like, so this better be the best fucking game ever yeah. since it's seven years of development yeah. time. And it probably was going to be Duke Nukem 2. Forever again. <laughs> Forever and ever. <laughs> the testicles of iron edition. <laughs> Goat's just... Uh... Free with bust again. <laughs> <laughs> and I unfortunately still buy it. I still look at him every day on my shelf and go, why are you here? It's a piece of history. You need I to... know, that's why he's still there. But I, I ask him every day. He doesn't respond. I remember I remember everyone was shocked when I said I bought the Balls of Steel edition of Duke Nukem Forever and everyone was and I said I wasn't disappointed and they were like, "What? Are, are you okay? Are you sh- you're, you're drunk, aren't you? You, I you started drinking along with the game." Didn't you? I, I wasn't disappointed at all. It's just too little too late for me. Yeah. Like I got done and I'm like, "Yeah, guys, this has been great a decade ago." <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking through a couple lists here of like canceled and like Probably canceled games. Probably and, canceled. Games. Well, like Beyond Good and Evil Two. Hey, hey, hey! Ubisoft hey, insists whoa. that development is still going on that. Uh huh. And Santa Claus is real. You mean he's not? <laughs> Wait, isn't um, that, I think that's being developed the next door to uh, Last Guardian. Last Guardian. Yeah, that's that's all. <laughs> yeah. was, that's also on my list. That um, doesn't surprise. I think they're sharing the same storage unit. Yeah. And then, um, what are we gonna do with all this other promo stuff? <laughs> um, the only the uh, the other big one they came across was um. Uh, I can't remember the um, uh, came across my head. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was uh, it came out on the Dreamcast. The um, uh, the one where you drive forklifts. Shenmue. Yes, Shenmue three was canceled. Right? Was it ever actually announced Wait, though? Hold on. Um, I don't. Well, I mean, Project Titan was that ever actually announced, or was it just like rumored? I mean, Blizzard said, "Hey, we're working on a thing. It's called Project Titan. It's oh. a new MMO." Okay. So right. there was that. But speaking of other big ones, uh, one close to. This podcast, oh, uh, Advent Rising two and three, never happened. Was oh, it supposed yeah. to happen? Yeah, because it was supposed to be a trilogy. It was to be a trilogy. I love that game. Same with Two Human. Actually, now that I think about it, Two Human well, was supposed to be a trilogy. But I hated but that game. Yeah, <laughs> everyone hated and that, that game. But Advent Rising was good, and they should have made the trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then they got the first one out, and they're like, "Ah, never mind." <laughs> yeah. Which. Guys, pick didn't it. Th- didn't that go under just because they had that ridiculous million dollar contest and then they realized they didn't have a million dollars to I give think, away? Yeah, I think the contest is what killed that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I actually don't so, remember that. I remember that. I remember it was a whole big deal and I was trying to. Yeah. Uh, if, if, I was I was trying to find a way to buy it because I was under M rated. Um, if if there's a if there's a way <laughs> for them to uh, get Duke Nukem syndrome for Advent Rising two and three. Uh, I'm okay. I will buy the limited edition. Well, yeah, I, I, well, you know, I know uterus some, of iron or whatever people, it is. Yeah, I, I know some people that worked on it. Maybe I'll tell them to kickstart it. Yeah, or something. Yes, <laughs> yes. Even though I don't think they own the rights to it, I'm pretty sure Majesco does. And all Majesco does these days is release games on XBLA. Well, then put out it on XBLA for I don't care forty bucks. I'll buy it. <laughs> I don't care. I will download forty dollars just so I can have those two games. So, oh well. 
So it's happened before. Yeah, it's happened before. Just on this grand blizzard scale. I think that's the, the blizzard title has blown up this as well as everything else it touches. Now, uh, we, we've mentioned all this, uh, but uh, this is a question that I'm surprised I haven't asked yet. Would you guys have played Titan knowing what we know about it? I would have. I, I, I would have probably given it a chance. I would have red boxed it like I did Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Just Not because it's all been done before. Like, all right, I, what'd you do differently I, that I, I would have already been done? I'm kind of, I'm kind of on board with Charlie. I would have given it the free trial, you know. But Wait, hold on, I'm, pay, I'm, I'm renting it for two dollars, and I'm the dick. You guys are free. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened to this podcast? He's killing people mindlessly at <laughs> Telltale Games, and you guys are all like, I'd pay, pay, wouldn't pay a damn dime for it. God, you're such. A I said I would give it a chance. <laughs> oh, he said free. Demo. Oh no, I didn't say that. <laughs> All right, Charlie, you can you show pass. <laughs> uh, real quick, um, um, so it's just him that's gone off the rails. Got you know, it. Yeah, we all go crazy sometimes. Um, I I, uh, I just like to share. I came. I've come across a website called unseen64.net, which oh, is an archive of beta, unreleased, and unseen video games. Uh oh. And so this is kind of interesting. So I'm I'm not gonna sit here and go and like and like talk about it, but because you know it's uh it's if a website wanna, anybody can do that. But if um, you yeah. want a list of things that could have been that never were, yeah, it's like separated by console and um, nice. I'll just yeah, it's, it's that. kind of interesting. That'll just make me mad. Is it separated by reasons that it was canceled? Um, no. Be great. Be a whole section for indie developer through a hissy fit, and would just have Fez two under it. And Fez one. Fez, oh, wait. Fez one came out. Oh, they didn't cancel that. He canceled his Twitter. I'm sorry. I, 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 get, his, I get his cancellations mixed up. <laughs> oh man, we can never resist a Phil Fish. Oh uh, no, no. I want to see. Uh, I want to see the list of Duke Nukem syndrome, like where it's out. We forever. hit. Ten, we hit the decade mark. We said fuck it. God, I really want Final Fantasy 15 to be good. It better be because now they have to backpedal from the three trifle pieces of trash that is put out that they called 13. And live up to the, we've been in development for the better part of most of our consumers' lives. Uh, one of my favorite things that I saw on Twitter when, you know, the whole media, you know, blitz happened with oh, yeah, 15 this week. To Final Fantasy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my favorite line that I saw from someone is, uh, Final Fantasy 15 was originally, was originally announced before the iPhone. The yeah. first iPhone. Yeah, and they wow. have yeah, like, the, wow. the, sh- the shoes. Yeah, you right. just blew my mind. <laughs> Hold on, right? To continue that mind explosion, that's the shoes they have to fill with this thing. Like that's like a, a Titan from Titanfall's shoe. They have to fill with this thing. What's well, a Titan? That's a shoe of Titan from Attack on Titan, which is yeah bigger than a Titanfall Titan. Yes, yes, and skinless. That's a, that's a shoe from Titan, the canceled game Titan. Oh, that, that yeah, trifecta of Titan puns, and one of them didn't quite work out so well. But there wasn't normal sized people in your Charlie's Titan. Charlie's giving me a disapproving face. I'm sad. I just don't know. We were we going. Go we there. went big. We went bigger, and then we went normal size. <laughs> on the third one, there. I don't. I don't know if the math Got works it. out I there. I should have started first. Gotcha. So. So thirteen, thirteen, two. Lightning returns. Nice. Just, just for the uh, listeners, I pointed at VJ. Oh, last. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think they got it. Just, you know, for those ones who are like, uh, oh, we'll, just, we'll bring you up to speed quick. <laughs> are your kids done? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so is Titan. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh, man, we're horrible people, but I don't care. Um, cool. So, people do we have done. anything else to add about Titan at the all? The upside is that I didn't hear about any layoffs as a result of this. Yeah, no. They the, shifted the, them. The, the, yeah, yeah they, they're just moving the labor around. So, I imagine they're working on... Titan like, 2. Heroes of... Yeah. <laughs> How amazing would that be if they just skipped development on the first one to work on the sequel? Just no, Titan 2. What happened the first one? Just, 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 never mind. Just... Don't worry about it. And then suddenly, like, it comes out and, like, all the story is, like, referencing Titan 1. And so everyone's like, uh, uh, uh. The, the, uh, only, uh. the only thing I would hope for, and I, would, I wouldn't care if it was 300 bucks, I would buy the not-canceled special edition of that game. <laughs> <laughs> Which comes with a trailer teaser from Titan. The first time. No, it, no, it comes with the script on a PDF. Oh, yeah, PDF. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, they could bind it for you at 300 bucks. Give you a statue from one yeah, of the characters. You have no idea who they are. But I like <laughs> <laughs> Remember this guy for the first Titan Nugget? Don't be get him with your Titan 2 special order. No, no, it's even better. It's supposed to be like a memorial bus. The guy died in the first game. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Blizzard, you've got the gamer head for Titan 2. Not cancelled edition full of spoilery stuff for your inevitable prequel. If you haven't played the first one, you better not look at the contents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Someone at Blizzard is going to listen to us raving about this and then go like, that's a great idea. I'd be ama- I would I would I would love to read the back of that box and be like picking up exactly where Titan One left off. <laughs> In parentheses, when you like to know where that was. Oh, I'm so sending this episode to people I know at Blizzard, just just because they I. They should want probably to. hear us and then probably slap our hands. Something like that. <laughs> anyway, cool. Or steal our idea and we'll all play Titan Two in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Cool. Well, our best to Blizzard and uh, whatever your future endeavors are. I don't think they need luck, but I'm just, I'm just one more addendum. The, the upside of this is they could go the whole Star Wars route, like start in the middle, and then when it does really well, like the, the Titan, like the first one coming out later is like a huge deal. Oh man, that means Titan. And 1's... then it ends up being a huge disappointment, just like Star Wars. But <laughs> but they, I don't know then because that's it. It's a disappointment already. So this is the plan. <laughs> We're saving you the disappointment from releasing a, pra- a crappy prequel. A crappy prequel later. But that would make. That would have to make Titan 2 a pod racer. <laughs> Wait, what? Because no. Titan 1 was already the. I, I'm not saying they have to make three of them and then three and then three. I'm just saying, like, just the idea of starting in the middle. Oh, yeah. okay. I get it now. I still like Titan 2 Pod Racers, the uncancelled edition. But alright. Guys, what if Titanfall is Titan 2? Huh. That's uh, not likely. No, there's not really much backstory there. Wait. Exactly. That could make complete sense because you don't know what the backstory is. <laughs> and then they have some ridiculous crossover where Titan just yeah. leads into the events of Titanfall. Which, Even though they're completely different companies. Which, which ties into Destiny, which is actually Titan 3. They're already ahead of us. <laughs> That's what happens if you uh, beat Destiny on the hardest difficulty in less than A giant Titan minutes. from Titanfall comes down, the guy comes out and goes, so you could have been in Borderlands playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. So before our ideas get any more off the rails, let's see what you guys had to say about Project Titan. 
Okay, so of course we wanted to know what you guys thought about Titan. Would you have played it, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Um, Brad says they have a history of canceling games. They being Blizzard, uh, that they don't live up to their standards. This is the third now. I already mentioned the other two. Um, it's kind of excellent that they won't allow poor quality products to be released. It's probably worth noting too. This game was going to be more of a shooter and more action area. Second time a game with more action elements has been canceled. They've never really done a game like that. Only RTS and RPGs with pretty simple gameplay elements. Um, again, I also mentioned that. And also card games because Hearthstone is crazy. Um, weirdly successful. Ridiculously and, and, and successful. Would, given who it came from, weirdly successful. And yeah. I would like to say kudos to Blizzard for knowing what you can and can't do. Yeah. At, at yeah. the very minimum. Like, yeah. oh, that's not us. But this is us. Keep doing they they us. know their limits. Yeah. So No kart racer of World of Warcraft, so we're good. <laughs> I'd play that. I, I don't play would. World of Warcraft. Neither do I, but I would play a kart racer. Um... <laughs> Danny says, uh, Danny from, um, uh, Let me some, showcase. something that Goat just showed up on. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll cover that later. <laughs> uh, Danny says, years after World of Warcraft was released, I heard a rumor that Blizzard was debating between a Warcraft MMO or a Starcraft MMO. Obviously, they decided on Warcraft. Jobless, younger Danny would have been all over that shit since fantasy wizards and dragons still bore him. It sounds like he'd get along great with you, Charlie. Uh, yeah. Um, yes. Now that I've grown up and have a career and a million other things to do, I'm bummed it'll never see the light of day or the backlight from the computer screen in my parents' basement. But at the same time, I probably would have sunk more hours than I should into a game like this. That's very Blizzard to him. Mm-hmm. Know what you like and be okay with knowing you're going to put a lot of hours into it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Something like that. Um... Yeah, I, I imagine at least partially the MMO crowd is just like, oh, thank God, I, I don't have to lose my life again. <laughs> so, especially with all the uh, the new ones popping up left and right now. Yeah, especially well now they're all going free to play, so now it's uh, less of a barrier to actually get in and start playing them. So yeah. And of course, Songbird emails in this week. Uh, Dear Viking Jesus, Goat, and Technotronicorn, Mailbag Answer. I'm a little confused about the question. Didn't Activision release the game just a few weeks ago? I think it's called Destiny. Ha! Man, that's... This woman is on point with us. Huh? This woman is on point with us. It's it's crazy. Like She's been with us so long that we're all in this... It's like she's the phantom fourth person in the room. Yeah. <laughs> um... Joking aside, naturally it's disappointing to see potential not coming to light, but if it's not going to live up to gamers' expectations, cough, I suppose it's better to not launch said game to save face than to release it and have said face mocked. However, that doesn't always happen. While the concept of the game intrigues me, I would have been I would be concerned in how they would balance the two different aspects of the game. It honestly makes me think of a sound of a souped-up version of Animal Crossing, which I'd be all over that idea. I wouldn't. Because I'm addicted enough to Animal Crossing, and at least that's handheld, so I can take it with me. But, but no, no. Um, I'm uh, I'm still nursing a broken leg from missing a Nook payment, so me and Animal Crossing <laughs> are on a little hiatus oh, for a minute. He's got, now he's got two sons. They just bite your ankles. Yeah. yeah they, while they're breaking your legs. They actually... Go, go, don't talk bad about Nook. He I, hears everything. I know. They, 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 I met the Charlie, sons. Charlie, I thought you paid off your Nook loan. <laughs> I did. He's the one talking shit about Nook. <laughs> I, I, the boys came and met me at work the other day. We had a uh, a two-on-one conversation that I don't really remember. Um, it gets a little black early. Uh, so, <laughs> Nook, payment in the mail. Several now, because, yes. you yes. know, Goat would like his legs to work. Yes. Uh, Songbird says, so apparently Sears is telling me there's a GPS system inside my Nintendo 3DS. If you guys haven't brought it up yet, if you mind, could you read their description of it? I have it pasted below. Wait. Um, oh, what? thank you, Songbird. Well, um, so, so here's, Sears. 
Sears. Kmart? Sears? Yes, Kmart Sears. Like the like Sears the department store that sells things that are Most closing days. left and right. Uh-huh. But they're not out of business. Well, here, they let, still let me, exist. Let me read the description and let's uh, let's go over okay. this. Get a three-dimensional view of the action with a Nintendo 3DS. When it comes to handheld gaming, you can't beat the three-dimensional fun of a Nintendo 3DS. While other handheld gaming systems focus on graphics and sound, Nintendo... <laughs> I'm sorry. Wall. <laughs> 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 Nintendo look for a new and creative way to play games this time in 3D. Thank you, Echo. Uh, the technology in the Nintendo 3DS allows the user, the user, the user to view games and content in 3D without having to wear those silly glasses. Basically, the screen sends a different image to each eye so that you get the full effects of objects flying at you in three dimensions. Not to mention that real 3D isn't about objects flying at you. Does it actually say basically? Yeah. Oh my god, this was written by a, an intern. Clearly. Uh, Hang on, it gets better. Oh, it gets better. Here we go. It still has two screens and the traditional gameplay buttons. However, this version, aside from offering three-dimensional pictures, has added features to enhance your gaming experience. The 3DS has a built-in gyroscope, which means that moving your device will affect gameplay as much as hitting the down button. I'm imagining people reading that and like playing their 3DS perfectly still because they don't want <laughs> Mario to go barreling off a cliff. Yeah. Or just fall through. Um... The 3DS also has three cameras so that you can get a clear picture every time. Uh, one one facing you, two on the outside for 3D pictures. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget about the third. Um, plus, the 3DS allows you to project your games onto images of your room, which is pretty cool if you want to incorporate real-life objects into your gaming experience. I'm sorry. Oh, the, the whole AR the, the, stuff, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is, like, minimal at best. Yeah. If you want to do something, if you want to do something besides game, the 3DS can do that too. You have the opportunity to download games and look at content online from your Nintendo DS. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. If you don't want a game, you, don't you, don't want can game games. you can download games. You can download games. Additionally, the DS has a built-in GPS, which means you don't have to buy a separate Garmin or TomTom when you take a road trip. You can also take a trip down memory lane by downloading and playing games from older systems like Game Boy Advance, as well as games from the popular NES and Super NES console systems. Um, that's not true, by the way. <laughs> Oh, that entire paragraph isn't true, except for if you want to play, if you want to do something besides play games, you can download games. Um, if they you don't have, have Virtual Console on 3DS, they do, but limited. They don't have Super Nintendo games, and oh, okay. they don't have uh, well, they don't have Game Boy Advance games except for the uh, Ambassador program, which I was in. Yeah, and so, it's yeah. very limited. It's not like a plethora. Yeah, um, if you want a handheld gaming device that is easily to that is easily to personalize, what? That is easily to per- it says that easily <laughs> depersonalized, easily to personalize and fun for the whole family. Then a Nintendo 3DS should be exactly what you need with a great variety of games for just about anyone. It's a fun and lighthearted system that can also in- produce realistic graphics and gameplay. Wait a minute! They just spent half a paragraph saying Nintendo didn't focus on graphics, and then like they focused on graphics. God damn, we could do a better job than this. Wow, we have on accident. You can, yeah. <laughs> you can play many of your favorite Wii. Ga- okay, hang on. You can play many of your favorite Wii games as well as games from the classic <laughs> Nintendo systems anytime you want and anywhere you are, making this the ultimate accessory for long road trips and endless flights. Whoa. No, none of that is true. Hold on, Sears. <laughs> You've just gone into Volcano Insurance Guy in Chicago. All right, <laughs> like it'll make coffee. It'll take your kids to school. It'll. Buy you a house. It doesn't do any <laughs> of that. It'll make your mother-in-law tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want, hang on, last paragraph. I promise. If you want to get started with a fin, with a fin pocket-sized gaming, I think that's supposed to be fine pocket-sized. 
No, it's Finnish. Fin- whatever. With a Finn pocket-sized <coughs> gaming adventure, then come to Sears, where we will outfit you with everything you need to have the ultimate Nintendo 3DS experience. Start with a console and a few games, then customize your device so no one else in the family feels entitled to play on your system. <laughs> You can opt for decorative covers and cases as well as custom stylus options that fit every personality. Don't forget to add on extra charger options and other accessories to round out your experience. Browse your great selection to pick out something you will love and play for play with for years to come. Wow. It's worth noting that apparently this is this is new news. This could have been a top 5 story because this has in the last 20 hours has been picked up by nintendolife.com nintendonews.com nintendofuse.com gameblogs.net and several other sites oh so it just didn't hit any of our regular rounds or anything like that yeah yeah it seems like a b story yeah (laughs) yes but um apparently apparently this is recent this is awful I'm, I'm just, I can't get over the fact that they apparently never have actually used a Nintendo 3DS. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. They haven't even seen the fucking thing. <laughs> like, they haven't seen a box. They were like, oh, this PS3, that looks like a 3DS. Let's do a review on it. Was there ever, was there a point in time maybe no. when they announced it? Because Nintendo, they have in the past, like, announced features for something and then pulled them back. Was there ever a point in time where it was going to have a GPS? No. I didn't think so. I just that's, because that's, that, well, that's because everything that though. Lot, because a lot of people were hoping that it might be like tied to data or something like that, and then we're like, "Ha! This is Nintendo. There's no way they're going to get that." Well, technical. it could have been like on a like on a cartridge. Well, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. That'd be weird. What are you playing? GPS. <laughs> <laughs> GPS simulator. Mom, Mom have you have you seen right my GPS cartridge? I need to go drive somewhere. <laughs> Just slap this in my windshield here. <laughs> that doesn't seem dangerous. Anyway. Yeah. No, like, everything was going great until, like, uh, the last half of that when they were like, it'll make Julian fries and don't let anybody touch it by putting other shit on it. Oh, by the way, spend $600 on accessories you'll never fucking use. I just like how at the very end, like, it, uh, they said, make it so that your family doesn't want to go any yeah. fucking near your own property. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. and, then, and okay. then you can pick it up at one of our five remaining stores in the world. <laughs> Anyway, well, Sears, uh, you're bad at marketing, <laughs> apparently. Stick with clothes and closing stores. Just, that's what you're good at. <laughs> Stick with it. I would say changing tires, but there was one time where one place changed tires on my dad's car, and he drove away, and the wheel fell off. Yeah, so. No, no, no. No. Clothes and closing stores. <laughs> Those are your two things. Stay away from cars, electric, anything with me. Canicles. Songbird says, today, the day of the recording, so today the 28th, right? Of September. Uh, Of September, thank you, Goat. Um, Happens to be Ask a Stupid Question Day. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Please select one of the following or both if you're feeling generous. Uh, Question A, what stupid question would would one gaming character ask to another gaming character? Or two, what stupid question would you ask a game maker? Which one should we answer? Both? Uh, Both. Both? Okay. So um, what what stupid question would one gaming character ask to another gaming character? I got it. Go on. Mario would calmly walk up to Link and ask him how he's okay with being called Zelda. <laughs> no, 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 no. He would, he would ask if his name was Zelda. Yes. Like, or if he was okay with having a girl's name. <laughs> Your parents must have been hippies. They named you after a girl. <laughs> um, I'm just imagining... Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining like a female version of Bowser going into Bowser's castle, which usually has the name Bowser somewhere in it. Um, just walking up to Bowser and going, "So you come here often?" <laughs> I don't know. 
why anyone would be hitting on Bowser because you know spikes. But some people are into that. Sure. Uh, I'm 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 imagining um, um, Wario walking up to Samus and saying, "So flexible, <laughs> huh?" <laughs> That's not a stupid question. I, I, I kind of. That's just Wario being creepy. Wario. Yeah. Which is Wario being yeah. Wario. It's both. So, flexible. Huh? I mean, you might as well ask. You might as well have him ask her if she's going back to PlayStation Home with him. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was probably better. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Um, okay, so what stupid question would we ask a game maker? Game maker? Yeah, a game maker. So like the like a development studio because we don't know that many people who actually make games. So like, I'd ask Activision, why do all your Call of Duty games play the same? Just because I have to. Or maybe I'd ask Squares. It's like, hey, why did it take so long to make Final Fantasy 15? They wouldn't answer. No. But I just imagine that would be like a stupid question for a game maker. So, oh, you, know, oh. you were great hours, huh? <laughs> Here we go. Relevant. Wow. Well done, Charlie. Here we go. I made up for my first joke. Here we go. I will wander into EA, call them as can be, look at them, and ask them when FIFA 16 is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> and they will tell you in 2015. You'll be like, but it's 15. Yeah. I asked 16. <laughs> Like no, no, sir. That's that's how our number scheme works. Well, that's dumb. Fine, fine. When when does the new WWE game come out? Jesus, is it going to be this year, next year? It'll be two K seventeen. When's that come out? <laughs> um, Sombert says the end is nigh for our PlayStation Home avatars. That is, what spectacular Armageddon could Sony create to annihilate the home world? I've got this. I've I've got this. Bring they, it on. They will have the entire virtual home world destroyed by Kratos just going around yelling, Ares! Just at everything. It's the only way they can do it. One better. One better. The entire home ne- network loses all their credit card information due to PSN. <laughs> oh. No, no, that happened once. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, just in the game. Just in PlayStation Home. It's like, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, avatars? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, their, all your avatars credit card information has been leaked from a PSN. <laughs> From a PlayStation Home. Wow. I'm just pointing out that the, the majority of PlayStation Home does take place in a mall. So, zombie invasion. <laughs> they already made that. It was called Dead Rising 1. No, I, I, I know. I understand. <laughs> I, yeah, you Go me. on. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, the, the question was how to take down PlayStation Home, right? And then, like, a classy, mm-hmm. like, epic way. Right, just invade it with zombies and just have the zombies kill everybody. The same way they take down every <laughs> what a crappy ending. No, 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 Charlie, Charlie. The same way. <laughs> it's appropriate. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Even better for you, Charlie. The same way they take down every mall. They start taking the anchor stores out, and slowly but surely, there are no stores to go to. <laughs> so, so, so that's that's how they take it down. They just remove all content, yeah. and so people just go. It's like, why are we? Here? You just stand in the middle of the mall, going. No, now they're just like Fuck. the elderly people that go to the mall at eight a.m. and just walk around. Oh, so- that would be amazing. The last week, there's like three trophies for mall walking. <laughs> okay, I've got one that that tops all of that. Oh, goody! It only really works if you've played Halo. They would glass Halo uh, PlayStation Home. And for those of you that haven't read the Halo books, um, uh, glassing a planet is when the Covenant literally uses giant fucking plasma cannons and turns an entire planet into glass. 
Because everything gets so hot that it melts. Because everything gets so hot that it melts. Thank you, Charlie. Um, so, yeah. So, Halo taking down PlayStation Home. Be great. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be great. Just because, you I think know, it would be appropriate for Halo to take down PlayStation, PlayStation Home. Home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would. So. Yeah. That or Donkey Kong just goes ballistic. <laughs> King Kong style. <laughs> just smashes the fuck out of everything. Throwing throwing avatars through in the end, windows and stores and killed the PlayStation home. And Doesn't the quite end, have the same ring to it. And then at the end, it just says Wii U 2050. <laughs> you ever see the Langoliers? The what? The Langoliers, the the TV movie ad- adaptation of the Stephen King book. No. Yes. Really? Remember the end when like the when like the Earth is like falling apart? Yeah. There's like pieces yeah. are falling away, kind of oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but do it in Minecraft style. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, kind of like yeah, that. Yeah. And just, the mall would just start deteriorating one brick by brick. Suddenly, people are turning invisible. Yeah. Oh my God, what's happening? You go up and ask and Notch. Then suddenly, one no, no, PlayStation no, Home is off the air. Blue screen. Yeah. <laughs> no, even better. If it goes away, and it goes away in Minecraft form, you run and find Notch in a secure mall security uniform. And he goes, "I don't work here anymore," and just walks away from you. <laughs> or everybody could just log in one day, and it could just be an apartment complex. <laughs> in an outburger. Yeah. Wow. Parking garage. So we apparently have a lot of ideas on how to kill a free MMO. <laughs> that takes place in a mall. That yes. takes place in a mall. Well, we've had how many years to not use it and figure out how to kill it off? Yeah. So, cool. Well, thank you, of course, Songbird, for the email. Um, Goat, you've got a show very soon. Yes. Yes, I have several things to plug. Uh, oh, go for it. Let's I'll just see. Uh, sit back and uh... this this comes out on a Tuesdays. Uh, so Friday, Tuesdays. if you're bored uh, and it's not past Friday and you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> October third, take twenty, we're opening for American Head Charge. Uh, I think it's ten bucks mm-hmm. uh, to get into the uh, the establishment, dear. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Pickles the drummer. Yes, uh, come <laughs> come and see us play some medals. Uh, <laughs> also, this week, uh, actually, it should be out as this is as uh, this is out. It should be out. I guest hosted uh, Danny, actually, who uh, who was kind enough to answer our mailbag question this week. Question, uh, the Living Showcase podcast. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to hear me not talk about video games for uh, like an hour and a half, <laughs> switch on over there sometime this week. And uh, yeah, it's a fun one. It's uh, definitely not this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. So. So without spoiling the episode too much, because we want people to go listen to it, what yes. did, would you guys like? Like uh, generally tried, speaking, what did you talk about? Um, we uh, we we try a beer of the week and uh, review it. Uh, we try you got my a, attention. Uh, Oreo <laughs> of the week and review it, and then whoa, 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 wait, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. hang on. Do you have enough Oreos? Do they have enough Oreos to go week by week? Have you been in the Oreo aisle lately? No. Original flavored Oreos are like a minority now. Yeah, <laughs> like you wow. can get everything from like. Peaches and cream to like, I don't know, herpes and ice. I don't know. Well, I have to go <laughs> that to sounds store. horrible. I'm not eating herpes and ice Oreos. I didn't say they were for everyone. That's why they have so many flavors. <laughs> but uh, then they, they shoot some new stories and we just kind of socialize about them and make fun of them. And it's it's it was a good time. It was a really good time. Very cool. Uh, and then I think that's podcast show. Yeah, that's it. I had two things. I thought there was more. Cool. <laughs> Charlie, what is your beer of the week? Um, I am going to, instead of plugging a beer, I'm going to plug a series of ciders. Um, Angry, um, uh, uh, let me make sure. Yeah, Angry Orchard Cider Company. Um, 
which, which you may remember as being the, the, the angry orchard being the tap that has the angry tree on it that's uh, sure um <laughs> that's how um, i remember it <laughs> it looks like something like a manson video that i'm sure that's different um has a has a trilogy i'll i'll call it of um barrel aged ciders available right now uh straw man uh which is a farmhouse style uh iceman which is um just like a, a oak uh barrel aged uh, uh, no it's a ufc fighter oak aged hard cider <laughs> and uh the muse which is a um Band. it's a more of a <laughs> You know, if you're going to give me this segment, you can at least let me I'm get sorry. it through. I can't help it. I'm full of... You, you <laughs> are setting this up for a disaster today. You've given us a trilogy. You're naming bands. I'm surprised it's not the new Go core. On. The return of the granny. Anyways, they're, they're really good and you should try them. I'm sorry, I'm Charlie. Good. Thank you, Charlie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm full of... Angry Orchard is really good. I do uh, agree with Charlie. Anything they put out I've had is really an excellent... Cider. This... And if you're not like a beer person, but you want to be, uh, you know, kind of hardcore with the cool kids, cider's where it's at. Episode yeah. is apparently brought to you by Angry Orchard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's definitely the season for ciders. And the nice thing um, for those um, those of uh, those of you who are doing the whole gluten-free thing is that pretty much all ciders are naturally gluten-free. So that's that's why we had them today. I had my aunt over, and she is gluten-free. And so, yeah, I didn't know that. Took the, yeah, took, we took well, that yes, opportunity. apples, not wheat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey. yeah. <laughs> but uh, of the three, Iceman was my favorite. It had the, the most character. It had like a nice toffee finish to it. And so, yeah. All right. Very cool. My apologies See, for took being it off rude the, in the middle. We took yeah. it off the rails. We brought it back. We are not monsters. I don't know about the guy over here with the killings <laughs> and the steel games and all that, but me, I'm... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> steel games. All right, steal free demos. <laughs> I think by... <laughs> Anyway, um, I don't have anything exciting except, of course, you can always support my music at patreon.com slash vikingjesus. Um, I have a new song that I'm working on that will be out between now and the end of time. Only you do that. Well, Damn unless, it, now I don't think I can do it. And, <laughs> hold on, unless he cancels it in seven years because it doesn't have <laughs> expectations. Shh, you ruined the plan. Um... Cool. Uh, folks, next week we're going to talk, be talking about Hyrule Warriors, uh, and by we, I mean me, because I'm probably the only person in the room that's actually interested in it and can play it. Um, so uh, next week we'll be reviewing, I'll be reviewing Hyrule Warriors. Um, if you have any questions about the game, about you know uh, what kind of elements come from the Zelda franchise, what kind of elements come from the Dynasty Warriors franchise, whatever it is, um, uh, that'll be our topic for next week. Um, feel free to get a hold of us. What, possibly while slaughtering hordes of um, skeletons. Apparently we'll all have things to say about Hyrule Warriors because, you know, I forget that there's a Wii U in a room adjacent to the studio. Um, so yeah. We do our research. Night and day, I slave over very little to do my research. <laughs> you kept a straight face while saying that. I'm proud of you. Been working on that all week. <laughs> And with that, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerHeadRadio. Follow us on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio. I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at T-E-K Charlie. Uh, we're on Google+. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. We're on our own website with Google... Google Play. Wow. We're on our own website with GamerHeadRadio.com. We're on Google Play with the official GamerHead Radio app. Goat's looking at me like he's terrified that, our, that we now own Google Play. Dude. <laughs> Like, that would have been a high point. By the way, we are Google Play now. How, how do you think I afforded this house? Oh, I thought oh. it was just that... Uh, I thought it was all the uh, Ingress money, but okay. No. 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 <laughs>
Um, <laughs> if you'd like to get a hold of us for any reason whatsoever, you can email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com. Uh, you can call the official GamerHead Radio hotline at 94926Gamer. Of course, you can get a hold of us on any of the previously mentioned social media functions with any questions, comments, concerns, quandaries, or conundrums. Uh, that's everything, right? Right? I'm doing this so... I, I've been doing this so long that I forget, like, where I stop. No, that's good. That covers That's good. That covers if, if, if we missed it... Uh, They've got... Listen like, to the last episode or the episode after this. Yeah. We'll pick it up. <laughs> cool. And with that, this episode of Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by Sears. Gamerhead Radio comes with a built-in GPS. Gamerhead Radio, this has been Gamerhead Radio. Decorated so no one else likes it. <laughs> Fluff has saved the top five numerous times. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say what I was about to say. You okay, Charlie? Oh, yes. I'm just imagining Adam's fluff. <clears throat> er. <laughs>